Hello, hello everybody, and welcome to Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. And we're here today with our special, 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 special guest. Uh, our special guest is going to be our Ward 4 City Councilman, Chris Durio. Hello, Chris. Hey, everybody. How you doing? All right. So you got a big old... Cl- Got a standing ovation, son. <laughs> Chris is the ward forward of uh, councilman in Beaumont, Texas. Usually he handles the, um, Chris, you, you handle most of the parish in central um, of Beaumont. So, but you did, you know, I have to start the show off this way. I'm welcome. Let me introduce my, my hosts, uh, Trisha and uh, Terry Roy and Chris. Where you go? Aunt Jones and He's somewhere. He just disappeared. But I, you, you, you did something um, amazing, uh, and I have to give you your props for it because for the first time, you ran as a candidate and never, never even thought about being a candidate, or never, never. And this, it never came to your mind that you would be doing this, and you accomplished it. it on your first go round, that is unusual, and I want to applaud you with that. But so, tell us about it. How did that all come to you? So that why you started doing that? What what made you come say, "Hey, this this is what I want to do"? Well, it goes back. I I tell everybody, um, you know, in May of 2020, I was diagnosed with cancer, and I was going through that whole process and. And I just prayed on that. And and I used to, you know, I think everybody knows I worked at the fire department for 31 years. And during that time, I did a lot of volunteer work in the community, Little League, at my school, uh, kids' school, church, and things like that. I retired in 2017. And that, since I retired, I've just been having fun, traveling mm-hmm. and having a good time. And uh, I kept saying I need to get back to doing stuff in the community. Well, when I came down with cancer, that was something I said, when I make it through this, I'm going to start volunteering again. That, that was something that I prayed on. Huh. And you got to be careful what you ask for because this opportunity presented itself to me. And uh, I decided to run. And uh, I gave it my all. I had a lot of help. Uh, I had uh, a lot of volunteers, and I worked really hard. I know if any of y'all have ever ran a campaign before, it's it's really hard work. I mean, it's every day, 15, 18 hour days. And uh but we did it and, and we won. And that's that's how I came to this spot right now. Uh it, 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 I was there with you at the beginning and um and I said to myself, wait a minute, this like when first we talked first time we talked, I said we got to do a little work. <laughs> we got to do a little practicing. <laughs> we got to get it together. But man, I'm proud of you uh, becoming the ward for uh, councilman and you representative representing it well. So um, one of my questions is: uh, What is the progress? And what have you learned? And it's almost been what one year and one month, uh, two years, yeah. one year and it's two months. One, one year and two months. Right. Since you've been in office, what have you learned as a city? Because I always tell everybody, listen, don't rush yourself. Take your time, learn the job, because it usually takes two years to learn this job. Yeah, it, it's a learning pro- pro- process. But one thing I have learned: everybody has great ideas, but you have to you have to tell us how to pay for it. 
We got to find the money to pay for everything. I mean, if if, if they don't just give us a card and somebody say, hey, I want to park and we go and charge it. It's a process. You have to go through the budget process. And the thing about it, when you're newly elected, basically in May, June, they're already working on the budget. So when we got on there, us new guys, the budget was basically already made. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have much input on the 2022 budget. But now we're in the process of doing a 2023 budget, and I've been preparing for it since last year. I have a, I have a list of things that I, I would like to get done. But uh, it's also some things that we are, are able to get done without having to go through the budget process. And also, um, people have to understand that it, when working with a, a municipal government, things just don't happen fast. Mm-hmm. Everything is a process. Oh, you know, yes, some people is. think they, they snap their finger, Terry, Terry, no, <laughs> and, and it gets done. And that's just that's just not how it happened. I wish it was. I wish it did. Everything like somebody called me and said, hey, you know, I need this done. I need a brand new street. And I wish I could send them out there tomorrow and they could tear up the street and put a new street in. But when you're talking about millions and millions of dollars and transparency and things like that, you have to go through the process and you have to do things the right way. And it takes a while. Yeah, it's right. It does take a while. What is, uh, what are some of the things that you're working on now for your ward? Because ward, your ward is really the only one I see that has some progress in it. Well, uh, we are, we're always working on, on infrastructure. Right now, we're uh, doing citywide ditching. You know about that with Terry. Yep. And Ward 4 is getting something done also. We're getting ready to start. We're going to repay 4th Street all the way from Calder to Highway 69. We're re- okay. restriping Sarah Street, and that's to help with the, the speeding. What we're going to do, we're going to restripe it, and we're going to make it one lane each way with a turning lane in the middle to, to help with the speeding. To slow it down because okay. we've had some accidents and some speeding on Sarah Street, so we're doing that also. We, uh, of course, I heard about Central Park, but we had some work done there. We redid the uh splash pad at Sprott Park. We're doing work at all the parks, really, and and we're always working on the uh the drainage streets drainage. That's something that goes on constantly. We're going to do 16 million dollars worth of work on the streets this year, another 16 million next year. So, I mean, that's 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 something that does content. And that's another thing what I realized with streets and drainage, you never get finished. That's something you have to constantly keep up and you have to do all the time because it's and especially as the city grows and you make more streets, you have to keep that up. And when Ward 4 is one of the older parts of Beaumont, so the infrastructure is old. So it's always needed to be repaired or replaced. Well, you know what I'm going to ask. <laughs> Um, what is your take on the water report? I, I've, I know I actually went out because I, I ride my ward a lot and I went out while the uh, Corona company was out testing the water and I've read their report and I know that we have done uh, that directional flush and I know exactly what it's about because when I worked at the fire department, we what, we uh, tested those hydrants and ran it constantly. I had brown water here at my house and called in about it. And they come out and they open houses and they flush it and get the sediment out of it. So I think that we're headed in the right direction. Hopefully, since we're going back to the source, we can stop it before it gets into the city. But in the meantime, we're working at the city, in the, at the different mains in the city and getting that 
uh, taken care of. It's, that's another problem that I don't know if hopefully we'll be finished one day. I don't know if we ever will, but I know we'll work on it every day towards what, finishing it. What is the what is your position on the fact that we don't have a unidirectional unidirectional flushing system down yet, and that comes directly from from the the Corona report. They said that there isn't one yet. That's the only kind of flushing that's going to provide any kind of uh, fix. Yes, you can go out and open the hydrants and temporarily things will clear up, but it's going to get worse because you're actually just pushing it back and forth between areas. That's so, why we're going back. They, they've gone back to the source of where the water is coming in the city. And that's where they start working on it there. And, and then and that, they come back into the city and work on it. That leads me to my next question. One of the biggest findings was that uh, nothing was cleaned properly and that it's half done now. What, what is what do you feel like should be done about that? Of course, you want to do everything properly. I think I think our staff is doing a good job or trying to do a, a good job. I think they work hard on this every day. This is another thing, like I just said, you never get done with. And they're working on it every day because, of course, we want good water for our uh, community and our citizens. Well, I, I heard you say something, Chris, that I, 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 it, it slipped by me, but I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Um, Fourth Street from Calder to 69. Man, I, that's going to be a great, great, uh, I just can't say it no more because that street has been like you riding and you're in Iraq somewhere. And uh, I don't even go down 4th Street to tear my front end of my car, but man, it's good to hear that 4th uh, Street well, is going to be- It is good because 4th uh, Street is the main thoroughfare right through the center of Beaumont. It That's actually right. goes across three different wards of Beaumont. So I'm, right. I'm glad, they, and the majority of it is in Ward 4, a lot of it is. So I'm glad that they're working on that, fixing that. That's the main thoroughfare through Ward 4. It is. Let me let me ask this Chris Chris is next. Chris. Yes, you. He's on mute. Oh, he's on mute. What's up, Doc? What's what's going on, Royal? Man, man, I I do apologize, everybody, listeners and watchers, for you know my technical difficulties. We are going through a little storm. I had, you know, a flicker in my internet and I didn't want Tony to, you know, dog my internet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there ain't no bad in that cowboy shirt he wear. Hey, man. <laughs> don't play. Don't play. Boy, I tell you. What is that Chris got on? Play. I don't know. I don't know. Don't play. Terry. I can't this, see it. It's almost that time of the year. I see it coming. This is down. not this is not a cowboy shirt, especially coming from me. Uh -huh. This is a shirt from Ra which is a uh, locally owned black clothing store. This is a part of their clothes. Okay, so, where's yeah, it located? Uh, it's actually in Central Mall. It's in Preon Lake Mall. It's in uh, Acadiana Mall, and it's in Park Del Mall. What is it called? Ra, R-A-A-H. Okay. Well, let them know we give them a plug. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Send right, the right. check. Yes, yeah. But um, <laughs> again, I do apologize, especially to you, Councilman. Uh, for you know my tardiness uh, on the on, on the right. evening, uh, but like I came in on the on just like the the I guess like the unpeeling of the whole banana. You said Fourth Street from Calder, Calder. to Sixty Nine. Yes. Yep. Doc, you just don't know, man. That's, it's overdue. It's overdue. That's oh, pass phenomenal. Overdue. That's phenomenal, and I will say that's like long overdue. Oh yeah, like well, I, that's yeah. I'm, 
One, one thing about, and I tell everybody about being new on the city council, and I say that about me and my my, uh, my cohort, uh, Councilman Turner, we don't know what we're not supposed to do. So we just do everything, try to do everything. You know, we figure we're not supposed to do it. Somebody will let us know. So yeah, right. we, we're going to give it a shot. Yeah, I understand that. Especially, especially when your constituents have been asking, not just you, but your predecessors um, for years to, you know, resolve some of these issues. Mm -hmm. And these issues have been on capital projects or listed for capital projects and didn't make it, you know, different things, different things like that, you know, sort of kind of turn the voting base to, you know, just a stagnant body and and and, and i will say this does make a, a lot of difference this makes a lot of difference to to citizens especially in the like you said in the wards that not only it touch but every commuter that has to touch fourth street <laughs> that's true you know, we have, we, that's good because we also there there's some some businesses that's opening up along Fourth Street and we want exactly. them to have good access to and from their exactly. business. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's not only attracting you know their business, but it also attracts other businesses to that's an right. area, a developing area, or an already developed area. Because I mean, like as far as I can remember, on Fourth Street, it's always been diverse when it comes to commercial. Um, you know, from from one side to the next. So I, I do believe that this is going to make a huge difference in commerce and, and the, the economy that's going to, to build around, you know, the city investing in itself, which is something yeah. that, you know, people have been asking for for a long time. When the city invests in itself, that, that attracts other people to the city. Correct. When we look at Correct. why... Uh, we want developers and uh, people to come for economic development and things like that. But well, why would anyone want to come to your city if you're not willing to invest in it yourself? Exactly. So you, and, you have to do that. And not only not only that, Doc, but we as Beaumont residents and Beaumont citizens have the tools that y'all need. And if management continued to go outside of us, to bring developments into this area where it not only makes us seem unheard as far as people that are, you know, that have ideas, uh, people that want to invest in the city, people that want to be able to develop. Um, it, it, it behooves the management to use what they have here to pull from, you know, to pull what they can they can they can use here so i mean even when it comes to the contracting that that may go out for fourth street and i understand um you know most of the local streets uh you know we have went with the local contractor uh especially i i remember madison was done by a local contractor uh washington is washington boulevard i know this side was also done by a local contractor um but again, like like you utilize more of what you have here as an asset because um, a lot of people that have the the, the knowledge, the credentials, uh, the you know the the business, the business sense, um, you know, 
they want to be able to be a part of their city. Yeah. Well, we, all, we always want to use local labor because that's jobs for our city. That's jobs for our citizens. We always it's, 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 and it's a fine line. We want to use local labor. We want local contractors, but we also right. have to be good stewards of the, of the tax dollars of the citizens of Beaumont. So, I mean, but always, first and foremost, you know, we want to try to go local because we want our folks here working and then we want them making those dollars and keeping those dollars here in Beaumont. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that 4th Street project. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I, I know, like Chris. I know you said that the the main problem with uh, trying to get stuff fixed in Beaumont is, is money, but I think Beaumont right now is suffering from just neglect. Like especially where I live, it hadn't been really much work done over here in in years. And you know, I come to the council meetings and and express myself. Yeah. And I, I don't mean? think I'm beginning to think it's not a, really a money thing. Because a lot of issues that we have have been going on for years, like 10 to 12 years. And I really don't think it's the money. You know, it may cost a lot more money than what we have. But if we had jumped on those things before, before you even got on council, like 10 and 12 years, it, it, it can't be the money. It has to be pure, just pure neglect. Do you think that's the truth? Because like I say, a lot of issues have been going on for years when we did have the money. I can't really address what happened before I got on council. No. As far as working with staff, and, and uh, I, don't, I don't think they would just neglect to do their job. I knew little this issue as a councilman. I think part of my job is when somebody in my uh, ward or any constituent calls me about addressing a problem, I need to address that problem. And, and I need to go after, uh, not go after, but speak to a department head. You know, first got there, we talked to the city manager and he would do it. But I like to speak to the department heads and I always ask them, do they have a problem speaking to me? And most of them don't. We ha have a good relationship with all of them. But we also, we're, this council has got it across to the city manager that the way it works is we tell you what we want done and you get it done, not the other way around. That's the way it's supposed to be. And that's what we that's what we think that's what we want to do and that's what we're 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 starting we're doing it that way that's that's the way we i can speak for our council i think we tell them what we want done and we want y'all to get it done you know I, i've had some stuff i was talking to some people and they keep telling me the reasons why no nah, i can't do it we can't do it we can't do it we can't do it i say look we want it done and all i have to do to get it put on the agenda is get a second get a second get it put on the agenda and then you have to address it so the way our form of government work works, city council tells the staff what we want done, and they're supposed to do it, and that's what we're trying to do. The devil didn't always work that way. I will say that. <laughs> I will say, I, 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 with the new with the new council and the new direction of council, and um, how. I guess this administration, this this elected administration is really, I'm not going to say shucking your power or shoving your power, but you're operating accordingly because, like you said, it is incumbent on the council to give city management uh, and the administration uh, which includes department heads and 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 foremans or or whomever else 
are in that trickle-down effect. It includes even, like you said, the laborers, the, the employees of the city uh, to carry out that job effectively and efficiently. But I will say, and before this is uh, something that I hope you, you all as a new council uh, can really dig into and pull out especially when it comes to some of the the practices of administration and some of these teams that we have uh, that works the city of Beaumont. Um, the respect of cutting concrete on my side is cutting it dry. And that's environmentally unsafe. But the effects of cutting concrete around other particulars um, they go by the book, strictly by the book. Wet, wet cut, I mean the whole nine yards. It is redundant and ridiculous that we have departments or individuals in the same department that don't use the same practices among particulars or particular residents. That, that has to stop, Doc. That has to stop because it doesn't, it not only it makes the, the city look horrible, especially when it comes to the treatment of other residents. Um, you do have a, a, a biases that then plays amongst the community. You go over in one particular area and you, you cut, you do this and it's done, it's efficient, it's done in three to four or five days instead of three to four to five months. And Chris, I, I'm th let me stop right here, Chris. Let me talk to the other Chris, uh, my, my, my panel, Chris oh. Johnson. Let me ask you something, Chris. Which Chris? Nah, not you, Chris. Not my guest, okay. Chris. But my host, Chris. Okay. My co-host, Chris. I got to catch you why I can because, you know, he's got that internet Wi-Fi from Family Dollar Store. It's raining <laughs> on his side of town, and we might lose it. <laughs> and, uh, I just want to make sure. And that's the reason why I'm allowed here to do a lot of Terry. Terry, can I just address something real fast yeah. to the uh, yes, uh, Dr. Chris? I, I understand exactly what you're saying. I can tell you I hear it daily uh, when people call me about uh, with a complaint about anything. And I, I'm just going to be straight, which I hear it daily. I bet that don't happen in the West End. That's, I hear it. All and that's the why, time. And that's Every why day. I didn't say the West that's why, that's I why I want to particular residents. That's why, that's why I cut in. That's yeah, why I cut in. Because it, I want to hear the call names. Just, I didn't want to just say one particular area. Right. Well, I mean, that, I'm, I'm, I know it doesn't. It doesn't. Just, I understand exactly what you're saying, but yeah. I just want you to be aware that I know exactly what you're talking about yes, and trying to. I want it equal all over. We all pay exactly. taxes, so everybody right. should exactly. be treated the same way and receive the same services exactly. in the whole exactly. city of Beaumont, no matter what ward or what part of Beaumont you live in. And I believe the whole council believes that. Most of the council believes that and that they work hard for that. See, the thing about it, though, we really not supposed to be involved directly with personnel. We're supposed to just be involved and with the city manager. Right. Yes. Or department heads, and that's about it. Yeah. Because I can't, like, if I'm going down the street right. in Washington Boulevard and I see somebody uh, dry cutting cement, I'm not supposed to pull over and say, hey, you're doing that wrong. That's that's not really my job. That's not 
my purpose. That's not what I'm supposed to do because that does, it, it, it just then those guys got too many supervisors and it's just not good for anybody. And it makes mm -hmm. you a micromanager. And I don't want you as exactly. my micromanager. Yeah, I, actually, I, I was, I've been to a few, um, I've been to a few classes. To that on the, on yeah. the, the, the incoming city manager uh, or whoever, you know, whoever yeah. that may be, as well as you said, the access to particular department heads that we have, we need to let that be known. As well as, and this is something I got from the interior, putting work orders in from particular areas ahead of work orders for particular individuals that Facts. don't that don't have nothing to do with each side. Facts. So <laughs> no, anyway, I, I, I know. When I when I call a department head or a department about a problem and I have either I call them as soon as a citizen calls me, I'll send an email to the appropriate department head and I always ask for an update. And they, they're very good about getting on stuff right away and, and giving me an update so I can update the citizen. Uh, my, right in, in my dealings. Yes. Well, yes. Chris, uh, Uncle Chris. Uncle Chris. <laughs> you sound like uh, one of my kids at school. Yeah, well, yeah, Dr. Chris. <laughs> Let me just say this. The reason why I asked, I cut in, and I didn't mean to cut in on you, because I wanted you to good, call names. I wanted you to say, hey, what side of town? I don't know what side of town you're talking about. Right. That's why I, I want to know. I, this, yeah. That's why I didn't say a specific side of town. Yeah, well, we I knew. said among particular neighborhoods. Right, but I, I, um, I want to know because I'm dumb. I don't know what's. <laughs> I don't know okay, what's. So like, <laughs> okay, Terry. Like, I'm talking, talking about the side of town that you live in, Terry. Yeah, majority. Call it out like it is. Okay, so <laughs> most of the east side of the city, yes. uh, which is a portion of Ward Four, all of Ward Three, um, yeah, all of Ward Three, uh, the east right. side of the city, uh, receives mediocre treatment. Okay. When it comes to our department, that's it. Whether it's streets drainage. Uh, whether it's water, um, you know, regardless. Yeah, right. Uh, and and I know it to be a fact because it is a fact. It is a it's fact. A fact. It's right. a fact. Okay, it's, so it's a fact. I, but I and, want to make and, sure and this that this is something. This is something that you know, as a as an advocate, I would say people, a voice. I'm not gonna say an advocate. As a voice, people pour into me, and it has to come out of me. And, right. and I, if I have the opportunity and or the ear of somebody that could change the dynamics of what is actually happening, I'm going to beat that eardrum up. Don't I, Chris? Yeah. Yes, you do. Okay. <laughs> All right. So so we got that out the way because there's people listening and, and maybe watching and don't know what part of town you talked about. Yeah. So I want to so make it's, sure. It's that's the that uh, that uh, town. town. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, that, that statement and, there, and, and I, I've heard my whole life. Yeah. yeah. Since I grew up in the Pear Orchard. Yeah. In Terrell Park. I mean, I've heard it my whole life. I bet it's not like that on the other side of town. But and the thing about it though, we I mean, we have a very a diverse community and different people live all over Beaumont, Texas. That's right. Especially all now. Everywhere. All yeah. over. You know. Hey, so Chris, we and we work hard. I I I hear that all the time and, and I think we work hard to eliminate that. You know, that's why I like this. I'm glad we're doing Fourth Street. I'm glad we got Washington Boulevard done. I mean, that's that's yes, through the heart yes, of my war. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and uh, you know, we got, uh, MLK. You know, it's good. 
we we getting a lot of work done on on in my wall. But I tell you what, Fourth Street would be a blessing. It really will. You know, hey, and also, listen. you know, they're they're uh, redoing the wards because of the 2020 census. Yeah, and uh, Ward Four is going to extend all the way through Old Town to Interstate 10. Okay. I got to stop you right here, Chris. This okay. is something I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Now, I, the good news is 4th Street is going to be built new, repaid, redone from Calder to 69. Mm-hmm. My concern is now is sidewalks. Are this project going to be including sidewalks? Yeah, that has to be, that has to go in into the, the, the um, construction as it's being built per city charter. What, what, whatever they have now, if they have sidewalks there, I, I don't want to, I don't want to tell y'all the wrong thing about the sidewalks or not. Cause I've been told on some projects it's up to the developer to put in sidewalks. Other deals is it's up to the city. So I don't, I don't really want to tell y'all wrong. I don't want to give you the bad information. Uh, there. Chris, I'm sorry. If there's no sidewalk, it's going to be some hell. Yeah. It's, I'm it's, going to call some hell. Yeah, we're going to definitely so we're find out about that before this project gets off Get the pushed on, yeah. Right. Hey, Chris, uh, Kathy Ringgate, uh, asking Councilman Durio, Chris, why are there so many new apartments complex being built in <laughs> the West End? But there are not one in the Parachute. We actually, in Ward 4, they're building an apartment complex, two of them on Cardinal Drive. One of them is in the process. It's closer, uh, I guess, south of uh, Florida. Right. And they're building a new one right there at Cardinal. Right, a Cardinal um, I guess that would be just between Antioch and Finette Road. They're building another apartment complex right there. Those complexes are needed. There is a housing housing shortage now. There's a long waiting list just in Ward Four for people, uh, you know, to get in in apartments. Right, right. So there, there are, uh, there are, there are building um, uh, apartment complexes in Ward Four right now. As far and uh, you know, when developers come in, they decide where they want to build them. Of course, we could point them in a certain direction and say, hey, why don't you build it here? But they they go where they feel they can where they feel they want it, and they have to be approved. There just was a, a two apartment complexes that came before council, and they're both competing for the same uh, tax breaks from the state and things. So we couldn't really pick both of them. And one neighborhood didn't want them, and one neighborhood you know needed it and wanted it. So it was granted. We approved one um, in Ward Four. It was the one uh, the other one over there off of um, Major and. Uh, feeling uh, the neighborhood didn't want it, and they were already building one credit corner from there by Westbrook. So they are building some here. Uh, actually, I don't know. I mean, I, well, I know some of y'all do. Y'all remember Lincoln Terrace? Yes. Uh-huh. How, are you, how are we gonna not know Lincoln Terrace? <laughs> well, some people it's, it's, it's changed names so many times. It's called yeah. Maple, but they had a, a lot of complaints about the ownership of that place. And I got a lot of complaints. So I had mm-hmm. all a bunch of the tenants come before council because uh, that the, the lady had really been treating those folks bad and doing some some bad things over there. But she ended up selling, and we got new ownership to come in and start fixing that place up. You know, uh, fixing those build a lot of those buildings. I mean, they they still have blue roofs on them and things like that. Yeah. 
grass right. need cutting, but we'll have somebody come in and, and fix that place up because there's a need for that. It is. Yeah. Now, those apartments been there since the war uh, from two generations ago. And that's what that was the place, that was the starting place for everybody. Yeah. Also, in the Pear Orchard, I've been working with different developers as far as buying uh, uh, vacant lots and developing them. Uh, we've been working to uh, tear down these ragtag homes and get that to different developers. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're building, uh, they're, they're building uh, single family homes also. Mm -hmm. you know. So that's another way of housing. That's a way for uh, like first time home buyers to buy, buy, actually be a homeowner. Well, I know we're that doing that also. There's been a there's been conversation about uh, starting, and I belong to a group um, that's actually in in the process of redeveloping a lot of red tagged houses, and they're in the process, or if I'm not mistaken already, um, <clears throat> established uh, as what they would call red red tag rescue. Um, they would, you know, as it's a, you know, a, a veterans-based group, but it's a community group that, you know, allows and offers training and, um, you know, certification from different organizations, and um, they go in and, you know, fix these homes, rewire, replumb. Uh, foundation, whatever is needed, uh, carpentry, um, and I know some of the homes have, uh, you know, some historical significance. I, I was looking at um, Mr. Uh, Patillo's uh, homestead that's on the corner and of uh, Corley and Avenue F. I'm glad to see that being restored um, to its, I, I mean, like, yeah, you can take a picture from their old house uh, and look at the picture that the gentleman is doing uh, or look at the house that the gentleman is doing now. You're talking like, about the dentist, Dr. No, Robert Patillo. Patillo. Patillo, barbecue man, Mr. Patillo. Right. On the corner of Carly and Avenue F. Okay. Yeah. I think like all those, all those apartments that's been built in the West End is fine. But you know you don't hear nothing about new sewer lift stations being built. You talking about adding twenty five to three thousand three thousand more toilets, and that sewage has to go somewhere. It has to be treated somewhere. And I'm wondering why we hadn't got any new sewer lift stations in in the West End or really throughout Beaumont. And that's why people we have did, so we many. We did just have. Uh, I think at either the last meeting or the meeting before that, we approved some um, uh, sewer lift stations. Out in the West End or just in Beaumont? I, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you exactly where they yeah. were. Yeah. You know, I just I just know that some was approved. I don't know how I missed that. I try not to miss too much. <laughs> I you, you, that's, but that's good, man. Because you know what, we need we need informed citizens. You know, yeah. you need to know exactly what's going on. That's, I, I ran on being a being approachable and being accessible, and I think I've done that. I haven't really heard anyone say they had a hard time getting in touch with Councilman Durio because I, I, I always call people back and I answer my emails. If, if I don't communicate and know what's going on with my ward, then I, I can't do what I was elected to do. So I, I try to, to stick to that. Uh, and, 
and keep keep my folks informed of what's going on. We definitely need a new one out this way. So definitely. Well, well Chris, I'm proud of your work and what you're doing in war. Exactly. And to keep it up, if you need us, need me, you know I'm here for you. And yeah. I'll do whatever. You've got a team. But I um I, I'm gonna ask you to do one more thing for me before we close the show. Is don't you ever Come on my show with that ugly ass cowboy shirt on. <laughs> hey, before you go, I, I just I just wanted a, a, a couple of notes I wrote if I could just, just bring them up real fast. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Okay, one I tell everyone um, use the three one one system. That's mm -hmm. the best way to report any problem you have in the city of Beaumont and mm -hmm. keep a record of that. And and that way you can go back. You can go back. They can go back if they keep getting the same calls on the same location. And that shows that there's a trend right here. They go. They check everything, but it's it's good to use that. Yeah. Also, uh, we we had our uh, the Pear Archer Neighborhood Association had a, a first meeting since for a couple of years. Uh, the last Thursday in June, and they're going to be meeting the uh, last Thursday of every month at the <laughs> library <laughs> on that road. We hear you, Alpha Dean. We, we understand. Alpha Dean up there being messy and Tony up there being messy right along with you. He's not talking about me. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. Bad Alfred. He, he, he should be with that old ugly jersey you got on. <laughs> Oh, okay, a couple more things. I'm working yeah. on uh, the Blossom area and 23rd Street area off of Washington. I'm working on getting their neighborhood association together. We're going to get South Park and Terrell Park neighborhood association kicked off also. Really? Really? Yeah, we, I'm, I'm working on all that, uh, just talking to people, trying to get this stuff done. Really? And also um, on those uh, red tag houses and, and overgrown lots and, and stuff like that, people don't really know the process of purchasing those. The best way, if you can find the owner, to go straight through the owner. But you can also come to the city and, and, and tell the city, hey, they got this property. I'm looking at getting it. And, and the city could contact the county and have it you know, put up for auction. And, and some of the properties that the city actually have liens on, if you purchase those and develop them within a certain amount of time, the city will waive those liens for you. And, and a lot of people didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Sure is. Yeah. Hey, in response to that, because we know in this case, and we all for redevelopment, uh, what emphasis is the city going to put into ensuring that this transfer of wealth does not end up, we already know it's almost out of the family's hands, but without, but outside of the African-American communities hands. So we we don't we don't just give this away. That's period. Well, it has to be purchased. Yes. It doesn't even when the city knocks down a building, a red tag house, or cutting an overgrown lot. We don't take possession of that property. It still belongs to the owner. We just have a lien on it, or this county will have a lien on it for tax purposes. Right. But it doesn't belong to us. They have to go through the owner to buy that property. So I mean, it's you know the city. I don't I don't know that we can tell a developer or somebody that wants to buy a, a owner of a property that you can only sell to a certain type of person. 
No, no, I wasn't I'm saying sale. That would no, be I was illegal. talking about the ownership of the land, not the selling. Oh no, the ownership. The ownership, the ownership it, it belongs to the owner. It doesn't belong to the city of Beaumont. You know, we just have a lien. We would have a lien on it for either knocking it down or cutting the grass or whatever that we do. So what I think I hear Perry asking is, why don't you approach the... Is that Perry? Perry Busby? Yes, sir. Well, what's up, Perry? Um, yes, sir. Wait, like good to hear you, Chris. The, approaching the property owner as it is and have them with an incentive to develop their land. Uh, I.e. Duplex, most most I. of those family home. most of those properties, uh, the the owners, some of them don't even know that they own it. Some of them could care less. They don't want to have nothing to do with it. Some of it, or uh, some of them are heirs. You know, those the, those properties right. belong to their grandparents or something like that, and they don't live in the state anymore. And they some of them, a lot of times they don't even know that they have this property. A lot of times you can call them and say, "Man, I don't care." I don't, you know, I don't care what you do with it. I don't, I don't want to have nothing to do. I'm not coming back to Beaumont, right. so do what you want. Right, but yeah. Chris, that's what I'm saying because I, I understand they may not want to, but in the grand scheme of things, land wealth is the one thing that we can hold on to, and we know that people are prospecting, and so they will look at this as a land grab, and I'm not saying that we have to really... I understand reach out first to the family, but I'm just talking about the generational wealth of African American wealth what, that what will I, be lost if I we if we don't look at it carefully. And I know that there's nothing you can't really so called mandate and say no, you can't sell this, but I'm saying what sort of incentive in terms of a program can we help so that we understand we don't want to lose the pear orchard land. Understand, and, right? Yeah, understand that. And most of the the folks that I've been talking to that's actually developing though that land are are from the pear orchard. Young folks that's coming back. You know, there's some young folks that's coming back and they want to buy this property and they wanted to develop this land. So I mean, they're they're keeping it in the family, so say. You're talking about gentrification, correct? Well, gentrification and also the loss of African-American wealth, generational wealth yeah. uh, in, in, in general. And so my, yeah. you know, my thing is we put together tax incentives for businesses. What can we do in terms of an incentive? incentivizing if not the family those extended descendants because that this is what we keep grappling with now in, in terms of not terms of finding out that we had land but it was lost oh i mean if, in those situations i'm pretty sure that's something they would do that was some be something that we would have to talk about and think about and come up with a plan and uh put that plan into play i think that's something that can that can happen it's something that we have to be looked at on that. It's a very good idea, you know, as far as uh, passing on that generational wealth and stuff. And folks have to realize what's that word. I know uh, my kids, I think they're waiting for me to kill over right now and we get this place here. But I told them I'm going to spend everything before I'm gone. So y'all not getting nothing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but Chris, let's, 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 let's hit our, our comment right now so we can get them out the way. I was going to close the show, but okay. uh, we've got some more questions. Leslie Perkins, uh, he says, Tony hit it on the nail 
Well, thank you. I hit it on the nail. Okay, thanks. Getting the problem solved around the city has been neglected for years. I've been trying to get someone to come out and look at the problem I'm facing, but can't get in touch with anyone. I even sent out emails and again, no response. My next step is the media. Maybe that will help get some attention. Now, I'm going to ask you, Mr. Perkins, uh, what what world are you in? First of all, uh, send, me a, send us another text on the comments so we'll know what world you're in so we can kind of we kind of kind of direct you to what you need to do. I, I could tell Mr. Perkins you can call 311 or you can call uh 880 3777. That goes straight up to the uh, exactly. executive suites exactly. and, and tell them where you live and, and they will give uh they will get your message directly to the uh to your council person. Thank you. Thank you. Um <clears throat> Aphrodite is asking, can I ask who owns the land where the old Sutherland Elementary School used to sit? I think that's that a, still belongs to BISD. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's so still, too. It's still uh it's still BISD's uh property. So Chris, I'm it was, a, was on set it was for sale though. Yeah, it was might want to check with purchasing, yeah. BISD purchasing to find out what's what with it, what, with that outfit. Chris, I appreciate you, man. You've answered some of the questions that we need to know and our listeners needs to know. And I had, I really need to know because my father passed away and left me with uh, properties, properties, properties. And it was years before I knew what property I had. I didn't, I mean, I thought I knew what I had, but I did, I, I was, I was, I would get mail from the city saying, hey, you owe us some money. For the fines right. and the taxes. I said, well, wait a minute. I didn't know I even owned it. Yeah. I, I just had to come to grips with my mother recently passing that I own a whole nother, my, my, myself and my siblings own a five acre plot out here in Terrell Park with a house on it. Yeah. And, and we're responsible for it now. No, I am. I, I, I'm responsible. I've got to pay the taxes yeah. on. I got to pay mm -hmm. the, the fees for the, the, the grass and yeah. high grass and everything. And else. I think I think that's where Perry was when was asking are there any incentives for you know those individuals and, and i know um as as a veteran to get property um you know put on the the the, the bid through the county the county bid or the county sale um all you have to do is just show an interest uh and they will you know they will look into reaching out to the property owners um, and that, that's that's it's like that with that the with the city that you have also you know if you show an interest they will yeah. uh they will try yeah. to get you in contact or at least contact if they find i don't know if they'll give you the owner's information but they will contact the owner for you right you know? i was about to say they won't give them your info they uh they won't give the own you the owner information but they'll definitely reach out to you yeah <clears throat> yeah i appreciate you big bro Man, it's been and, uh, a pleasure having you on. Terry, I'm still waiting for you to throw that big softball up for me. I ain't got nothing but fastballs and curveballs today. <laughs> <laughs> well, you being, I'm being I, good, man. Hey, see, I'm being good today. And I told you I was going to throw you some little soft pitches. <laughs> but when I saw that number 21 and that ugly cowboy, uh, like I said, a lot of, lot of my issues is off, really, you know? is, my issues is really not with, with Chris because I don't live in War uh, 4. Now, War 2, that'd be different. 
But I, I do say this, I work with people that live in other wards, especially if folks know me, I don't mind. I will uh, inform that particular council person, hey, this person called with this problem, but I work for the citizens of Beaumont, Ward 4 in particular. And man, I just want to thank you, man. I know last year at this time, I didn't want to have, or I didn't want to have nothing to do with podcasts, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lot, I'm, I'm more comfortable now because I, I just feel I know more about what I'm talking about. Right, yeah. right. I actually, I was, right. I was looking forward to it. Yes. Yeah, so thank really, you for talking with us. Yeah, we really appreciate thank it. You. We, I really do. We really and for your it. honesty, man, your transparency is dope. I promise. I already told you that, man. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, accessibility is phenomenal, people. I mean, like, it's strange people that walk up to this man. And he, I mean, of course, you know, as a, as a, as a man, we have that strange, who the who the hell are you kind of look, but he's always, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, yeah, very appropriate. Yeah, I'm about to move I learned a few months into this job. I'm not going to please everybody. I'm always going to take hits for stuff. So I just yeah. be honest and transparent. Yeah. I, if I hear about it, I hear about it. If don't, if, you know, and if people come, and there's nothing I, I, I do read all the comments on, on social media. I don't, I will not get into an argument on social media, but yeah. I will contact folks. Right. I send them a DM with my phone number, say, hey, give me a call. Or if I see them out in public, I say, hey, I saw what you put on Facebook, you know, let's talk about it. Because right. like I say, some people don't have good information and I, I like to keep folks informed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I see you, I see you on Tuesday, man. Not having a, we no meeting this Tuesday. No, no meeting this Tuesday. Oh, so. Wow. This one, this week we have uh, some council members that are under the weather. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. yeah sure when is. are we going to hear the announcement about the new council or the new, um, next Tuesday. new manager? Next Tuesday. Not well. Not the following Tuesday. Oh, right? Following Tuesday. Yeah. We're hoping for before the before the end of this month that should be done. And we're actually ahead of schedule because at first when we started this process, they told us it would take anywhere from six months to a year. But we think we're close to, to finishing that process up. All right. Well, I got to say this, and I'm gonna, we're going to close up the show. We appreciate everybody that's watched and listened to us and, and sharing our podcast everywhere you go. Uh, and, Chris, we thank you again. I want to tell the, 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 my cast here is that Chris can cook too, son. Oh, yeah, that boy. And you cook, know, I man. heard that. that, that, that yeah, he, he can burn, boy. Hey. I heard uh, that. I, 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 you know, I, 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 you don't have to invite me. I, I, just, <laughs> I, I can, I can, you, I really don't have to invite Tony. I'll be like, what you doing here, man? Oh, I'm going to call. I can't spell the pot. All right. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages.